0: I guess a a message is don't give up on your loved ones and don't give up on anything
1: this is charisma connection i'm chris johnson now the glory of god is a huge topic and one that renee bates writes about in his book God's glory and the exhortation, the flames of God's fire. He's joining us by phone from his home in Las Vegas. Renee, we welcome you to Charisma Connection.
0: Well, I thank you so much for inviting me.
1: Well, it's good to have you and and Renee, I see you don't shy away from serious topics. So, uh, since you're out in Las Vegas, we're here in Florida. I wonder what's going on out there in terms of the coronavirus and what are you hearing?
0: Well, uh, I believe the Lord gave me a a prophecy uh, last Friday morning. Hmm. And this is what the Lord told me. He says, I have set uh, this podcast up for you. And he said, uh, tell them that I have allowed this pestilence to go throughout the world as a warning. And he said, this is the beginning of the time of sorrows. Many false prophets are going to rise up and deceive my children. He says, soon there will be an increase of lawlessness, but Christians must endure to the end. Many have prayed for this time to come. I will soon be gathering my elect together From the ends of the earth. Few know that the end is near. There are many hypocrites who are and will deceive my children. Soon it will be a time to greet me. My salvation cannot be bought with money. The time of separation is surely coming. And the separation will be sheep from goats, wheat from tear, good fish from bad. Tell them they must endure to the end. And that was the end of it.
1: Mm-hmm. And what did you think of that prophecy when you experienced it?
0: Well, uh, it was Friday morning, last Friday morning, and we, we were... T- to do this uh, podcast then, but then Satan does not want my book to come out, and uh, he's doing everything he can to stop it, and that's the way it's been for 40 years. Now we're at the time of the end. I'd like to say this, uh, Chris. My book basically is about the... uh, Just as as there's a... uh, A deep state in politics is also a deep state in Christianity.
1: Hmm. Could you explain that?
0: My book reveals who they are. My book reveals where they are. And by any means, um, they will try to protect themselves and hide. And they they do not want to be exposed. And I guess my book is about exposing the deep state within Christianity. You know, Chris, there's one reason why Jesus Christ was persecuted and killed. And there's a there's a diamond, there's a there's a treasure in John chapter five, verse sixteen. And Jesus had just healed a sick man at the pool of uh, Bethesda.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The teachers of of his day, the le- leaders, rejected it because you're not supposed to heal on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And so he said, says right there, for this reason the Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to kill him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. Well... The same thing is going on today. See, that was a tradition of men. And today, uh, traditions of men are prevalent uh, throughout the church. Uh, I know my, my message is kind of shocking to some. And uh, for about, oh, I would say uh, 35 years... After it was published, nobody except you, and, and just a few others, have allowed me to say this. So there's many traditions of men, Chris.
1: Yes. Well, I I think in the in the uh, coronavirus prophecy that you received, you talked a lot about deception, and mm-hmm. and then also in the book you call the church to holiness how did you begin to grasp that holiness was so important in the kingdom of god
0: well uh, without that uh, no one can see god mm-hmm. so
1: says that in the scripture uh, mm-hmm.
0: oh yes and uh, one of the traditions of men chris is Uh, Jesus says uh, he hated the deeds of the Nicolaitans. Nicol means uh, blotting it over, and latians means uh, the laity. Where there's a division in the body of Christ, and Paul said there should not be any division in the body of Christ. And uh, the Christians have been taught that uh, the division is between... Between like uh, two brothers, if they get into an argument or something, but the bigger tradition is the separation of clergy and laity. Uh, I don't find that in the New Testament, and uh, uh, there's there's only one uh, body of Christ. We're all members.
1: We certainly have leaders in the church, though, uh, apostles and pastors, pastor-teachers, right. and so forth. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we have uh, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the uh, body of Christ. Yes. And so uh, these these things, uh, but they are also to be servants and brothers, Um uh, a lot has shown me about the uh, the title reverend. Uh, reverend is only used once in the Bible, and it's in Psalm 111, verse 9. And it clearly says, Holy and reverend is God's name. Well, that's, that's the name of God, and, and men shouldn't be using that. Or titles. There's another thing uh titles is uh, was forbidden by Jesus in Matthew 23 when he referred to Rabbi, do not call anyone rabbi. Rabbi means uh, uh, one is your teacher, Jesus said and it, it is me. So Jesus is uh, uh, Paul was called Paul. Peter was called Peter. No one was called Pastor Peter or uh, Reverend Paul. Uh, Only Jesus. He's the only one. Lord Jesus Christ. But um, uh, that's another tradition of man. And um, Jesus prophesied there'd be a lot of false apostles in the end days, yes, mm-hmm. they asked him, what is the sign of your coming in the end of the age? The very first sign people miss, is, he says, see, uh, that no one deceives you. And then he lists 21 signs. Well, the deception, that's a very first sign. See that no one deceives you. So they are, uh, uh number one sign is deception and uh
1: so how can, how can the, we be better prepared to in our lives uh understand who is trying to deceive us
0: okay uh just read the bible
2: mm-hmm.
0: for what it says and not uh what somebody says, uh, I remember one time I was talking to a pastor and he said, uh, yeah, I know, that's what it says, but it doesn't mean that. Well, God is not going to deceive us. He's not going to find a way to uh, uh, say something that we don't understand. Any Anybody can understand the Bible. Uh, the thing of it is you, we just have to read it.
1: Of course, Mm -hmm. we all need the help of the Holy Spirit to
0: understand it, yes. Amen. God is so good. So I uh, was in the world, and uh, uh, I got out of the army in 1968 and uh, couldn't get a job in Maine. So my brother said, why don't you go to Las Vegas? And, uh, came to Las Vegas here and, uh, got a job right away. And my wife and I, and, um, it was, uh, uh for 10 years I was, oh, I was, I was very worldly. I wasn't born again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And a- after, uh, 10 years, uh, God revealed Himself to me, and and that was miraculous. Well, he did the he did it uh, actually two. When I was in Maine, nineteen uh, let's see, nineteen seventy six. Uh, my mom, my brother called me and told me that my our mom was sick, and so I went to Maine and he said you better go go to Maine. So I, we, I went to Maine, my wife and I went to Maine and I saw my mom and uh, my mom looked pretty good to me and uh, uh, so uh, I, di- I didn't understand what my brother meant mm-hmm. but I guess I see what I want to see you know when things are you know so bad you you kind of filter it out. You just don't want to receive it. And so uh, that night, uh, after we saw her, I felt that we should go back and see my mom. This is a this is the first time we're going reveal himself to me. And so uh, I says, let's go back to the hospital and. Pauline says, sure, let's go. So I went to the hospital and sat there. And then my mom's breathing began to change. And um, I thought, wow, this does not look good. And so I I knelt by her bed and her face was probably a foot and a half from me. And I was kneeling uh, by her. She was turned on her side. And uh, uh, when I saw blood come out of the left side of her mouth and trickle down, it stunned me. And I said, "Chris, something that that I regret to this day, but I have to be honest. I have to be truthful." I said, "Okay, God, you win. Take her." And mm-hmm. immediately, immediately, uh, I saw from the top left-hand side of the room, a light. It was about a foot wide and, no, it was about a foot and a half wide and a foot high. And uh, it lit up the whole room. And I was wondering, whoa, what's that? It stunned me. And then I, I saw my mom spirit leave her body and it went very slowly hmm. up towards the light. Uh, you could see through her, and she looked a, about, I would say, uh, 23, 24. And- So she looked much younger.
1: She,
0: much younger. Okay. And when she went in into the light, I didn't see her anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Though her body was looking at me, she was looking at the light
2: Hmm.
0: and she went into the light, possibly the same light Paul Paul saw on her way to Damascus, you Mm -hmm. know. But anyway, uh, and then very slowly, the light began to move around the room from the left to the right, up in the corner, left to the right, three times. And that probably took about two minutes, at least. It was Everything was done slowly. And then uh, uh, I began to groan. I don't know why. And uh, uh, the light vanished after the third trip around the room. Hmm. And uh, so that I would know the rest of my life that I wasn't hallucinating because my mom just passed. I, uh, uh, I asked my brother and, and my mom uh, and, and uh, Pauline, who was kneeling next to me, and my brother was at her feet. And uh, I said, did you see what I saw? And they said, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Pauline said, yes, and I, uh, I didn't say what I saw. And then she says, yes, I saw your mom leave her body, and she was so young. And then my brother, who was standing by her feet, said, yes, uh, uh, and she went into the light. And uh, we all started groaning, why? I don't know why, in three times. uh, That was the first time God revealed himself to me. So this is you,
1: uh, your wife, and your brother confirming the same thing.
0: We saw the same thing. Okay. We all saw the same thing. Hmm. And so for the next two years, uh, I started listening to a Christian radio station for the first time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and for the first time, I I uh, uh, bought a uh, Roman Catholic Jerusalem Bible because I was born and raised Catholic. Okay. So I began reading the Bible and uh, just the shortest ver- uh, chapters. You know, I didn't want to read too much. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I wasn't born again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, uh, so anyway, uh, 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 two years later, March 30th, 1978, my life changed. And uh, I was at a Bible study. And the Bible answer man was there. He was on the radio. This is
1: 1978.
0: Okay. Of March. And uh, when when I went in there, when I first went in, I knew that those people had something I didn't have. That was my first reaction. Uh, uh, and then uh, the pa- the pastor over there, see, they have the office, but they're not to be called by titles. You see, we nice. have apostles. Yeah. Okay, so, but they're not to be called uh, by a title of honor. Jesus says, call no man by a title of honor, for I am, uh, uh, the only one is me. Okay. So anyway, uh, I went to this Bible study, and uh, uh, for about, uh, let me see, well, three weeks, four weeks. and then uh, uh, I did, God was dealing with me. I didn't know what to do, and Pauline and I were eating at a restaurant, and uh, we left. I couldn't I couldn't eat. And she knew she had been saved uh, uh, at eight years old, and she was unequally yoked with me for a long time. Mm -hmm. But she kept praying and praying for me. And thank God for that. And then uh, uh, um, I went to this, uh, I left the restaurant and we went to this, uh, oh, just driving. And she says, what's wrong with you? And I says, I I don't know, because I was in turmoil. And because uh, the Holy Spirit was dealing with me,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so I um, I uh, went in, I, I saw this sign. It was used to be a movie theater that I used to go to, but they converted it into a church. Okay. And I went in there, and I said, uh, "Is anybody here I can talk to? I want to know God." And she says, all the pastors have gone home for the day. And, uh, but go down front and pray, and I'll send somebody to you. And then when I went down, uh, I was praying with Pauline. And uh, 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 three young men and Janice, she was the uh, church secretary, came in and laid hands on me and were praying and uh, I I had heard the Bible answer man talk about being born again and this is back in 1978 and never heard of it Mm -hmm. so I felt God's spirit Chris come into me it was so powerful and I thought I was going to uh, throw up. Actually, hmm. something was trying to come out of my mouth, and then it happened a second time, even stronger. Then it happened a third time, even stronger. And then finally, what was coming out of my mouth was a, a language that I don't. I didn't know it was a language.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it, it was it was sounds i never heard of before and uh, so this I, this came well, upon a,
1: you while you were at that church
0: yeah yeah yes okay. i uh, no, there was nobody there mm-hmm. and it changed my life chris mm-hmm. that because you knew that was March yeah you knew mm-hmm. the power
1: of the holy spirit then mm-hmm. yeah. and the what assurance happened? of god's presence
0: Exactly. What happened, Chris, was I was so, uh, I felt so clean. Hmm. Uh, I had, uh, you name the sin, I did it.
2: Hmm. And -hmm. my
0: wife just kept praying for me, kept praying for me all the time. And she never, she never gave up. So I guess a a message is don't give up on your loved ones. And don't give up on anything, you know. There there is
1: power in prayer.
0: Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. God is so good. Well, um, my life changed then, Mm -hmm.
1: Renee. That's that's wonderful. I I love to hear your uh, stories of, especially your salvation and how God Mm -hmm. showed Himself to you, and you've Mm -hmm. had uh, encounters in the spirit realm. Uh, I know that if people want to learn more about those and just about um, all the things that God has taught you through the years, uh, it is a good idea for them to get a hold of your book. And uh, once again, that's God's glory and the exhortation. Uh, Our time is just about up. I wonder if you have a way for people to reach out to you or to buy your book uh, and any last words you'd like to share with our listeners?
0: well my 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 book is available uh, on Amazon, Bonds and Noble, uh, Christian faith publishers, uh, my uh, publishers
2: mm-hmm.
0: And uh, uh, I guess they can uh, buy any place. You know, Chris, I don't have a computer. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking on a, I'm talking on a, a flip phone. Okay. Because in 1978, God told me computers are going to be really big. And, uh, my, uh, but I don't want you going there. And all all my friends were getting computers, but He says for you, I don't want you going there. He says there's going to be so much good that'll come from these computers, but so much bad also. And in your uh, situation, I don't want you to ever have. So I ne- I've never owned a computer. Okay. Uh, I do have a friend. There's some pictures of me, I guess, on uh, on Facebook. Uh, my friend called me and said, "Why don't you bring some pictures? People would like to see what you look like and you know, a little bit about your life." I said, and I brought him some. So. Uh, I guess they can uh, reach me by that, but the main thing is not me. The main thing is this book because this is why I'm here, Chris. I'm uh, going to be 81 in June, mm-hmm. and and I'm not going to write another book. Uh, this is your life this message. Is, this is this is what I leave behind. It's the most important thing uh, for me, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, I know one day people will will understand. Uh, they haven't so far, for the most part. I've been uh, rejected and ignored, but uh, uh, God knows when the time is uh, that uh, it'll be it'll be available. Uh, throughout not only this country, but the world. I seek no recognition. I seek no titles. I seek no... What I am is a messenger. Mm-hmm. And I guess my book is a message uh, from God uh, using using uh, someone like me who's uh, not qualified. I asked a lot one time, why have you chosen me to uh, write this book? He says, I chose you because of the qualifications you don't have that I may impart mine to you. Hmm. In in fact, chapter one, is uh, uh, I talk about that. So it's a combination of my life, my experiences, how my life changed, and that book is is why i'm still here i guess you know
1: well uh you do have a message to share and so we want people to um be able to access that once again uh renee says his book is available just about anywhere books are sold so that's called god's glory and the exhortation that's the short version of the title and, uh, Renee, we want to thank you so much for sharing with us your um, your spiritual testimony, all that uh, the Lord has been doing through you these uh, 81 years, and uh, we appreciate your time today.
0: Well, I thank you so much, Chris. The Lord's coming soon, so it's time Amen. to rejoice. Amen. Amen.
1: I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us here on Charisma Connection. And if you have a moment, be sure to visit us at cpnshows.com and look for the Charisma audio graphic there to learn how you can hear Charisma Magazine on audio instead of just reading it in print. So sign up to listen in the spirit today. That's at cpnshows.com, cpnshows.com.